This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Well, you might have heard Christy Clark announced yesterday she will be stepping down effective August 4th as leader of the B.C. Liberals, also stepping away from her seat as an MLA. So what does this mean for the province? So we are joined now by Catherine Harrison, a political science professor at UBC. Thank you so much for being with us. My pleasure. Uh, do you think it was the right thing to do? You know, I do. The The timing was a bit of a surprise to me just because... Christy Clark had seemed so committed to hanging on as long as she could. But the fact of the resignation was not a surprise. And, you know, it's it's pretty standard for leaders in these circumstances because it's time for a change in the party. Uh, What about the fact that it does give the NDP uh, a bit of breathing room, definitely for the next six months? It does. In the short term, it gives the NDP breathing room. It gives them that one extra seat in the House, which is extremely valuable. Um, Probably takes some pressure from the opposition off to recall the legislature as soon as possible. But in beyond that first few months that it takes for the Liberals to choose a new leader, I think it's actually better for the Liberal Party because they then have their new leader in place. That person will be leading the opposition in the House will be a fresh face, will be presenting an alternative and a new alternative to the NDP when that uh, next election comes, inevitably. And when you say fresh face, uh, it could be uh, somebody from the outside, perhaps, but of all the names uh, being thrown about, uh, pretty well-known names and a lot of current MLAs. That That's true, um, although I think for the last six and a half years, Christy Clark has very much been the face of the B.C. Liberal Party. She's been um, an extremely effective pop- politician, very um, popular. She's been the one in the news, um, you know, the face that's been associated with the party. So even if it's one of the experienced members of her former cabinet, I think it will still present a new image for the party. And I think that's really necessary given that, um, you know, Hail Mary throne speech that uh, former Premier Clark um, offered to the legislature in June that that really undermined her ability to lead going forward. And she must have known that when she delivered that throne speech. Do you think she was banking on the uh, lieutenant governor uh, calling for another election or, or going that route in that? Because the only other alternative was to deliver that throne speech and then somehow lead the party, lead the opposition, having put that out there. You know, I, I found that throne speech bizarre. And I have been wondering ever since what the plan was, was was the thinking that, um, you know, there would be a new Democrat that would cross the floor, that the Greens would change their mind um, to convince the lieutenant governor that, that you know, she should be allowed to govern. I mean, because it seemed, it seemed so implausible that they would succeed with that throne speech or any throne speech under those circumstances. So, you know, really hard for me to say what they were thinking because it it was unusual. And the fact that that throne speech had co-opted and essentially cloned uh, so many policies of the NDP and Greens then dramatically undermined uh, Christy Clark's ability to be the leader of the opposition and oppose those same policies when they came forward in the next year or two.
What do you think about also, she was so adamant even uh, the day before appearing on Radio NL in Kamloops on Canada Day. Uh, she scrummed after uh, the, the, the the ceremony where she was saying she was going to fight, she was going to stay on as leader of the opposition and stay on as the MLA. Uh, she was quoted so many times saying this was the time to fight. She would do the role she was elected to do if that was leader of the opposition. And then sends out a release yesterday saying, actually, I'm not doing that. Yeah, and that's, I think it, it speaks to just how scrappy and determined Christy Clark is as a politician that any of us are surprised. Uh, because, you know, in these circumstances where the leader of a party takes what was a government with a comfortable majority into an election and they come out in opposition, it is just, it's standard practice that that person would resign. Um, I'm less surprised that, you know, she maintained the pretense that she was going to stay on, even if she was thinking about resigning, as she must have been, because if, you know, you want to stay in charge as long as you can, as long as you're the leader, you want people to believe you're staying the leader. Um, Jean Chrétien had a long goodbye, and it really undermined discipline within his caucus. Um, there were divisions within the caucus, as there were the, the Chrétien supporters, the Martin supporters. So I think there's reasons that when someone is the leader, they want to signal that they're still in charge until the day they go. And not being able to predict the future, but do you think her political career is done, or there's something else, uh, some other idea happening there? I, I would never say never <laughs> with Christy Clark. Um, she's already had her one comeback in provincial politics, and I think it would be very hard to come back after um, the combination of this defeat, which, you know, she has to take responsibility for, and that, that strange throne speech, which really repudiated the positions of her own party. Um, she had she took a shot once at municipal politics. Maybe that's something she would consider again. But I, you know, I do wonder whether she would toy with the idea of a run federally in a couple of years. We will be watching and waiting to see what happens next. Catherine, thank you so much for your time this morning. Appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you. You're very welcome. All right. So talking about the resignation of Christy Clark, that was Catherine Harrison. She is a political science professor at UBC. As I mentioned earlier, if you have thoughts on this or if you want to join the conversation, you can always give the buzz line a call, 604-331-BUZZ. That is 604-331-2899. You can text or leave a voicemail message on the buzz line. When we come back, we are going to talk a bit more. It has been a long time in the court system. It was back in 2009. The Ocean Lady arrived off the coast of Vancouver Island on board. 76 men from Sri Lanka. Four ended up being charged with being the organizers of the illegal voyage. They were found not guilty this week. And we'll talk a little bit more about the case and what it means for immigration and asylum seekers in general. That's coming up after the news. Vancouver's News. Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.